0: ramble jam podcast hi i'm Bran and i love hallmark christmas movies hey
1: it's panda and i like hallmark christmas movies
0: i'm dan i despise hallmark
2: christmas movies and this is the the deck the the hallmark Hallmark podcast Podcast. (laughs) Ho, ho, Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Is that a sample? Did you sample a ho, ho, uh, Santa? Ho, ho, ho,
0: ho, ho! Ho, 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 ho! ho, ho. Oh guys, man. how are we doing? Doing awesome! Yeah! Mm. How well, could we uh, not this be after is, that intro? This is almost it, everyone. Mm-hmm. This We've is the penultimate the episode. penultimate. Um, guys, what's your favorite penultimate of all time?
2: Ooh, well, I know. It's uh, probably uh, Empire Strikes, Empire Strikes, Back, Strikes Back, Back, but it's not a penultimate. The reason I stopped is because there's a whole a whole other trilogy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count anymore. So Two Towers. Oh, no, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is my favorite penultimate. Matrix 2. Reloaded is what we're looking for. No, Revolutions. Reloaded. Revolutions is the third one. Matrix Home Alone Reloaded.
0: Four. Home Alone 4. So
2: this is true. We've got to watch this. We should have talked about this off air uh bibs william bibbiani who's been on the Bibbs. show yeah, before he tweeted in all seriousness that home alone five yeah. is the best of all of the home alone movies it's better than one and two
0: that's bold man
2: i have i've seen the three that were in theaters yeah lost I've in new york too, there's a third one i saw that i've not seen four or five i feel like we need to finish that out yeah maybe yeah. for the maybe for the Brand- i've seen
0: points. one two three i think i've seen i don't know if i've seen four i definitely haven't seen five yeah, I didn't know it existed until recently. I
1: would be willing to do a Home Alone-a-thon. Gosh.
0: Boy.
2: I mean, how about we live stream that?
0: I mean, I've already That's watched one gold. or two this month. But Well, I mean, you can watch them again. I know. I'm just saying. I, I have not seen one or two in a while.
2: Dude. I have not I have not seen one Christmas? in a year. Do you Dude. even
0: Christmas? Two
2: is better than one.
1: A, I I'm agree, but
0: it. I did a poll on my Twitter at Bramble Brand, yeah, and uh, Home Alone one uh, won out that poll. Yeah, it wasn't the biggest sample size. In the world. It was so like wait, you're saying Home Alone is better than one? I like two better than one.
1: I have not seen two in a. Dude, hot minute. I think two's funnier. And two the, is funnier, and the and the pain is worse. Yeah, so you got. I mean, Rob Schneider,
2: Tim Curry, but the the end of that movie, the the stuff that he puts them through. Either you think it's terrible because it's so violent, or you think it's hilarious. Him throwing bricks on them. Yeah. And them just, I remember being 10 years old mm-hmm. yeah. and my stomach hurting from the fact yeah. that these two grown men have two stories to watch a brick hit them in the face and they never move. Yeah. They're just like, oh, it happened again. Yeah. And he just keeps chucking them and they're just standing there. What do there. you
0: think? Because what's happening there is who it's Marv and Harry. Harry. Yeah. So Marv doesn't get hit by a brick.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Marv just keeps ducking out of the way and watching Harry continually get him. nailed. Mm-hmm. At what point is Marv a bad friend? Or are they even friends? They, they both are terrible to each other. Yeah. Yeah, they both, they're, Oh. It's like a full laurel. It's important to yeah. note, like, the, they they what got put in jail. Be, like, Harry's the reason they had to do such a long time because he left the water running everywhere the, they yeah, went. the wet bandits. The wet bandits. And when they get out, they want to be the sticky, sticky bandits. Sticky band. <laughs> but he
2: can't spell sticky.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, which is a great bit. I love I this. Another those great videos. bit when he's like, we should ha- hightail it off to some foreign country. And Marv just goes, Arizona. <laughs> and I just think it's the funniest thing in the
0: world. I love oh, it. Oh, it's good fun, buddy. You know what else I think is fun? Cross-Country Christmas. Oh, yeah? Mm. Cross-Country Don't Christmas. Don't give it away. The uh, 39th movie of this year holiday season. Are you ready the to talk last about last Hallmark Channel. Last Hallmark Channel movie. That's exactly right. With uh, Grayston Holt. Grayston. Grayston Holt. <laughs> and Rachel Lee Cook. hmm It originally aired on December 20th, 2020. 2020. A lot of 20s. And I want a little something like this. Uh, Lena and Max are both heading home for the holidays. They're both passionate about their work, and they're trying to do some heavy-duty work stuff at the airport. They get on the airplane, and apparently they knew each other. They went to high school together, and they're from the same hometown, which they're both trying to get to. So, the plane takes off, but they have to land unexpectedly in Ohio. They're trying to get to Colorado because there's an unexpected snowstorm that's shutting everything down. And Ohio's as far west as they can get. So, they're both in a jam. They're trying to figure out, how do I get home? And she says, let's figure it out together. Let's do this again. He's like, oh, I got this. I got this. Well, she finds an elf who is trying to, uh, who's going to leave and uh agrees to let her tag along and she sees max and says hey max come on let's do this and after some convincing max finally gets in the back seat now the elf is having some relationship problems and she takes a detour to make things right with her boyfriend so she drops them off at a christmas tree lot One thing leads to another, and they end up making it to a train station. He buys tickets to that train, uh, to a train that's going to be going uh, to Colorado to Boulder. And um, they're eating uh, dinner at the train station, and they hear a train getting ready to leave. And so they're like, oh, my goodness, our train is leaving early. They go to jump on. It's moving, and they discover that it is a cargo train full of cows. So they spend the night with the cows. They wake up, and they are at the end of the cargo line in Missouri. So they're getting a little bit further west. Um, they spend the night at a farm. They help with a slightly sacrilegious nativity recreatment. Um, she a buys recreatement. A recreatment. A reenactment? No.
2: <laughs> it's a recreatement. Okay.
0: <laughs> I We're wrote, getting to the
2: point where your synopsis
0: has uh, weight loss. I will just say this. I wrote down recreatement and it didn't correct it. So that's where we are. Um, so bad. Recreate. Know how to re- <laughs> Google's like. Nah, uh, sure, sure, you're going to have just it. Keep it. <laughs> just keep it. Um, so she buys an old dog grooming van, and uh, they take that. They're back on the road. It's working out great, but uh-oh, it breaks down. Luckily, uh, it breaks down close enough to a farm, and he's able to rent a tractor, and that tractor is able to get them to a friend's house that he has in the area. And um, he is able to fix up the van, uh, but they have to stay just a little bit longer for a big Christmas carol events that his buddy is putting on huge huge uh they're back on the road and he surprises her with some reindeer garb everyone's loving it he opens up about the fact that his dad passed away six months ago and it's the first christmas without him there and it's just tough for him no one like i'm gonna get home and he's not gonna be there and that's gonna be tough and she's like "I, i i get it um but listen if i was your dad i'd be really proud of you I just want you to know that. It's a very sweet moment. Um, She gets him home in time for Christmas Eve, and they don't really know how to say goodbye, so they give a little awkward hug, and he goes on his way. She gets home, and there's this guy named Greg there who she thinks that her family's trying to set them up, but he's just there for the cookies, and they both make those uh, feelings abundantly clear to each other. Not my cookies. Not my cookies. Now, it's Christmas Eve night. And uh, he brings her luggage to her. Apparently, the airline accidentally sent uh, her luggage to him. And they ain't upset about it because they get to see each other again. He invites her outside. And he had put together a little stocking of stuff from their trip. And uh, he tells her how much he likes her. And she's like, yes, yes, yes. They kiss. They spend Christmas together. And that, my friends, was cross-country Christmas. Christmas. We did it. We did do it. 39, baby you man. can feel it that's mm. exciting man you can that's feel exciting it. hey let's take a quick break and Ten we days will off is right around the corner <laughs> and we will uh <laughs> well no 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 hey, i'm gonna need you to come back in next week and preview a new year's it's, movie it's a no for me dog. <laughs> <laughs> too bad you will record that today or never contractually <laughs> obligated <laughs> uh let's take a quick break we'll be right back here on deck the hallmark
2: You know, people say what? that we don't get started until eight minutes in, but that first segment was done in under nine minutes. Yep. It was... That's it, a rarity. That's a rarity. Well, it isn't. According to the reviewers, it never happens.
1: Oh, yeah. but no, We do it. We do it,
2: guys. We did it. We just did it. Were I like, don't know
1: what you want from us. Like, listen, can I say it? Say I'm it. tired of it. You're tired of it. tired of it. Tired of the pushback, the the negative Nancys out there that's right. who are just wanting to this bring a, down a, the mood. This is
2: a cone of positivity.
1: Only positive vibes. That's it. Radiate positive energy. Positive vibes, That's man. Right. Are you guys ready to talk about this movie? Yeah, Are you doing
2: the turtle from Finding
0: Nemo? Yeah. <laughs> Cowabunga. Uh, we got four segments to break this movie down. All right. And we're going to start with the hot, hot take. take. Ooh. Here's some positive vibes for you. No one gives a hotter take than my friend Panda. True. If you disagree, you're not welcomed here. Because this is a positive place,
1: yep. full of positive vibes and positive hot takes. Panda, what do you think about this movie? Let me give you the most positive hot take possible. Get this it. movie's freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, I adore this movie. This is a road trip movie. This is this is what I've this wanted right here. Yeah. Let me tell you what made me even more pleasantly surprised other than the fact that we actually get a legitimate road trip. Like they don't shortchange us on that, right? No, they don't. So I love it. There's multiple stops along the way. Different bi- Here's the thing. Rachel Lee Cook was in uh the uh, in a movie last year i think it was, she blue, was in ridge, blue ridge mountain christmas. christmas and it was bad it was <laughs> bad 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 she is awesome in this movie she is funny she is charming she is delightful the banter between the two leads is incredible uh i loved i adored this movie guys uh it is easily a top five it might be it's battling out one or two in my mind. I wow. adore this movie. Wow. One or two. All in on this movie. I could not be more in on this movie. So that
2: means One Royal Holiday no longer top two for Panda. Mm-mm. It's not. Wow.
1: No. man. And he said his top five. We both said our top I, five. I, it was I was, guys, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. This movie is jam up. Jam up. I love it. It's 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 one of my all-time favorite Hallmark Christmas movies I've seen. Man, you keep selling. I love it.
2: One of all-time.
1: Yeah. Man. I love it. Love this movie.
0: Who is that? Uh, awesome movie. <laughs> oh, it must be Cross Cross Country Christmas. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> This is an awesome movie. I agree with everything Panda said. I thought Rachel Lee Cook absolutely knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. She was so much fun in this movie, absolutely lovely. And i I loved the cry. I loved the road trip. I loved that they kept falling in. They kept making mistakes, kept breaking yeah. down, kept doing stuff. And she she's so up, up upbeat and just like let's figure it out. Um, and I, they both just worked really well together. Uh, Grace and Holt, uh, I thought was just gonna to be as boring as all get out. But I ended up really liking uh, him. I liked them together. I love the moments, uh, especially as they got more and more, uh, you know, uh, comfortable with one another. Mm -hmm. I got more and more falling more and more love with this. You got it. Uh, recreation. Uh, re- <laughs> I was falling more in love with this movie. I, I loved it. It's a top five for me. Um, I, I, it's a great job, Hallmark. I, I saved one. I we were giving you we were giving you some trash yeah. earlier this week. Like you've been say you you used all your goodies uh, early on in the year. Well. I'm a, I'm a man enough to say when I'm wrong. You did great today. Yeah. Great job. You did great today. Good job, sport. Good job. So the first five minutes of this
2: movie are a disaster. I thought it was going to be the worst movie of the year. I, I, clearly, they made it very quickly. The sound doesn't work. The editing is sloppy. It's slipshod. And then every time we transition a day, the screen just goes black. Like, there's, a, there's really bad transition to this movie. Having said that, some of what these guys are saying is not wrong. Rachel Lee Cook... I buried her in Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas. Absolutely did. She was In bad. Love Guaranteed on Netflix, I had a full mea culpa where I said I was wrong. She was great in Love Guaranteed. Let the mea culpa train continue. She's wonderful in this movie, uh, super quirky. The dialogue has the same feeling that Picture of Perfect Christmas had, which is interesting because two of the side characters in this movie, both his cousin and the long haired, uh, poor man Sawyer from Lost that they meet yeah, earlier, yeah. those two guys are both in Picture of Perfect Christmas, which was weird, but there's no other connection to that movie. Mm. Um, the road trip had a planes, trains, and automobiles kind of feel to it. Yep. It it got a couple of laughs out of me. Um, there's plenty of wait what's. The road trip, by and large, doesn't make sense and shouldn't happen. Um, but, but on the whole, way better than average, knocking on the door of top five for Dan. I, man, and in man. fact... Christmas house is five right now. I think it's going to knock Christmas house wow. out of five. Uh, and I don't know what my four is. I don't know what my top, top three are. And I know Christmas house is five. It's right in that mix, guys. It's right in that wow, mix. Wow, it, it, wow. It's not as good as delivered by Christmas or five star in my opinion for sure. Then we've got Christmas bow. And then there's a fourth one. I don't remember. It's in that mix though. I, it was quirky. It was funny. Um, there is a line in this movie that I can't believe they wrote. And I was really clever and fun. So. God bless them. It, it was not my cup of tea. I would not watch it again. But if if these are how they made all of the movies, I would be like, this is so far above yes. what we normally get out of homework. You so know what? God bless that,
1: him. That it felt closer to a Netflix yeah. in terms of quality overall. Well, you know the, what I'm the
2: filmmaking, the, the editing's real. Like, the, uh, yeah, they could, they're, they're, they're bre- you can see their breaths in this movie. Like they are clearly making this and it is up to the wire editing wise. Yes. Cause there's some bad edits. Like when he's around the table at the end of the movie, he's giving a speech. He's not even on camera because they don't have that footage. Right. And so they do this weird thing and then they finally pan over to him to make it work the, the transitions are bad. The first five minutes are virtually unwatchable. and then, But once it settles in, the leads are, are really solid, the writing is really solid, and that's enough, I think.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, let's talk about the feels. Mm. Let's talk about the feels. Uh, Pan, any
1: feels uh, for you, my friend? You know what I think is just a really... I, I think when I realized... I, I, I had, like, throughout this movie just delighted me, but the I think the moment that really brought home just that this movie is playing on, on a, kind of a next level for Hallmark is when they are, they, she pulls over the van. Yeah. And they climb into the back. The dog grooming truck. The, the dog grooming truck. And, and they sit down and he opens up, my dad died six yeah. months ago. And they sit down and they have that conversation. And it's not just the revelation of my dad died six months ago, which, which would be obviously a stirring moment in any Hallmark movie typically. But it's how they have that conversation They're both looking at each other, lying down. They're both tired. They're both exhausted. And he opens up for the first time, really, in this movie. And and there's been kind of this mystery of what's happening here. And that it's really important for him to get home to that lunch with his dad. That's for his dad. For his dad. dad, Ultimately, for his dad. That's a moving moment. And then to see her, her, her grief for him and realizing she can't fix this because she's always talked about this entire movie. I can fix this. I can fix yeah. it. That's a powerful scene. That's, that is next level for Hallmark. Let me say that typically in their range of emotions. I think that scene plays really well. It worked for me overall. Love it.
2: Yeah. Not to take any steam away from our next movie that we're going to watch, uh, Project Christmas Wish, and review tomorrow. Right. But- I feel like when two turtle doves did this whole like grief is good, it's like the movie Inside Out and a lot of better things than Hallmark, Mm -hmm. like two turtle doves did the grief is good bit kind of first for Hallmark. Yes. And I felt like it was so revelatory at the time that they did something so basic in a Hallmark movie that we applauded them for it and they, the fact that they were able to make that movie. I feel like Hallmark is doing a lot of that this year. There Mm -hmm. have been other movies we've watched this year. Christmas Bow comes to mind immediately of a movie that deals with grief and and not just deals with it, but says grief is a part of being happy. Mm -hmm. Like it's a necessary part of the human experience. Without grief, you cannot have happiness. Yeah. There is beauty in the ashes. There's redemption where there feels like there is none. And it's weird because this movie sprinkles it in. Yep. Tomorrow's movie makes it the centerpiece. But I feel like Hallmark has really embraced that as a whole this Great. year. I think that's Love one it. thing that they've done is, is that they've said, hey, um, you know, it's, it's okay to be sad. It's not just my dad isn't in the picture anymore or my dad died moving on. Mm-hmm. It's let's dive into that and talk about how it, yeah. you can still remember and be happy. So yeah, I mean, I, I think Hallmark's just doing that this year for, for better or worse. I think they're just doing a lot.
1: Of it. I think maybe what makes that more powerful for me though, was the, 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 the fact that they were able to bring humor along Two turtle Dubs is a fairly heavy movie throughout. If that makes sense, there's, it's yeah. not very, humorous. this movie was predominantly funny so that when you had that punctuated yeah. moment, and I think they tried to me.
2: do that all season.
1: Like, I think yeah, that's I what think they do done, in the next I, movie. I agree. The I agree. Project
2: Christmas yep. Wish, they do it, and I think that that's just something that it is still refreshing They're to see. They're
1: doing great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Love um, it. So one of the things I think they did really well in this movie is uh, him uh, you know, loving his dad, but never – he, he kind of says this thing, like my dad never really told me that he was proud of me, um, like, and I just never felt that. And he has this conversation with his mom, and his mom is like, he, he was proud of you. And he would all like he would tell everybody he knew how proud he was of you. He just you know had a hard time saying that to you. And I think a lot of people, especially my age, thinking about dads that you know, I think it's a similar. He said people, the mom says uh, you know it was just generational. or He says it was just a general relational thing. Uh, you, you know, him. with, uh, dads and emotions and stuff like that. And I, and I totally get it because I know so many guys that are kind of my age that have that same type of relationship with dad where it's like, I love my dad and I, I, I do, but I don't know if he's proud of me. Like he never tells me, but then you find out after the fact. And I just thought they did that. They told that story really well of him still loving his dad, but him, his dad not being the classic Hallmark. Christmas dad that you go home and you can't wait to see. And he makes you feel great. Like granted, he's not there obviously, but, uh, I don't know. I thought they, they told that and they shared that emotion really well. And I thought it was actually really accurate to what a lot of, uh, guys feel they, they they go, they get, we go into these jobs, you know, I, you know, it's just it's just interesting. I thought they did a really well job, good job of uh, of doing it, Dan.
2: Yeah. Um. So mine is a little bit more surface level. I think that that all that stuff that both of you said was really great. Uh. There's a line in this movie where she's trying to convince this girl to take her to somewhere uh, as part of the road trip, and she says we could be Thelma and Louise. Hmm. And then the girl was like, "Have you seen the end of that movie?" And then she makes a baseball reference. And then she says, "That's another Gina Davis movie." And then, and basically, they're talking about a league of their own. And she says something like, "We're in a different league." At that point, the line is for a Hallmark standards a ten of ten clever, which they never receive ten of ten. It's a it's a, it's solid banter back and forth, and they never fully explain the joke and they make you into it the joke. You, you, you have to intimate what, you have to know a little bit to get it. And I appreciated that so much. I thought it was a great back and forth and I thought it was really fun to reference two old movies and to do so without just hammering it home. They, I thought they were going to do that Thelma and Louise bit all movie and I was like, man, this is going to ruin this. But they didn't really enjoyed that. And then Deep Fried Turkey. I, I'm just going to be flat honest with you. I, my, uh, My Uncle Jeff... Uh, on my dad's side of the family, growing up, when we would go to that side of the family for uh, Christmas, he would deep fry a turkey, and I got to be honest, I don't like turkey. I don't think Thanksgiving dinner is good at all. I, I basically am here for the chocolate pie, and that's it. But when I got a deep fried turkey, that's the only time I would eat turkey. It was delicious and it the taste is very particular to that time that place that person because i don't you don't get it anywhere else you can't just find deep fried turkey and so that really worked for me too it was distinct enough and it really worked
0: for me too so both of the things worked for me you worked for me hey thanks man you're welcome i love uncle jeff yeah who doesn't who doesn't uh, let's take a quick <laughs> quick break we'll come back with the way it was here on take the hallmark shout out to joe it's joe Jeff. Jeff. Shout out to
2: Joe. We just did it. Like we literally, we literally just did just it. And his you
0: name. I heard, I heard Joe, but bo- uh, b- you said Jeff one time. I had not chimed in on this conversation. Oh, I thought you said Jeff. Right. Oh, I, Jeff. I said, I love Jeff. Thanks for being a good listener, brain. I my, I, my ears are in. Yeah. I, but I can hear my ears. It, uh, in. it, uh, that c- should make off. it easier. To no, it hear. doesn't actually. It makes it harder. It's mm, a, it's a classic ear, one year in one year out. <laughs> You'd get it. If you understood it, uh, so for the way, what a smart show. We talk about what this movie minutes go. Wait, what
1: Panda? Uh, no, a whole bunch, uh, really super nitpicky stuff, but isn't that what this is all about? Uh, what is, <laughs> what, is this your first episode? <laughs> you know, is that, is that what we're all here for though? Right. Am I right? It's just nitpicky. Jeez. Uh, the the lady at the airline who is you know typing in yeah. stuff into the keyboard she is getting up to the second results i mean just unbelievable like oh i just heard that you know this is canceled oh they're completely out of taxis now oh they're just it, calm it down She's a got little all bit. the info yeah she's got it all um she just asked at one point, uh, uh, Lena just asked a random guy if she could have a ride. She doesn't specify where. She doesn't even know like where he's going. She just asked for a ride randomly. <laughs> it's just I don't <laughs> understand. And then finally, and this is just maybe me. I think it's a super sweet scene where they go out to the gazebo uh, at the very end, right? And he it's puts the on very the very end. Well, near the end. Yeah. It's in the ladder. He puts on the reindeer. It's a cute scene. Here's, here's where I'm at, though. Okay. You're trying to get home. By a deadline, yeah. You've been on the road for a long yep. time. That does not play well to me at that point. Here's my problem: consistent
2: on. with staying an entire extra night for a caroling event featuring fourteen people.
1: That that is
0: fair. Here's yeah. my problem with the gazebo: <laughs> this is five extra there minutes is a special gazebo
1: with lights at, behind next a gas to a gas station. Yeah.
2: What is going on there?
1: So here's why that doesn't shock me. <laughs> I so there's there's I I grew up in small York York South Carolina is where I was at there's there's some weird stuff in gas stations in the country that sometimes like it just doesn't face you. so for instance like when you head out towards a town near here there's actually an ostrich cage right outside one of the gas stations where there's an oh that ostrich. makes sense
2: yeah I'm in for that
1: so like I'm just saying hey, you're know, a book
2: you're writing a book uh, romantic gas stations across the country
0: <laughs> the charming like gazebo. Back in the woods behind... Seems like a place to
2: get murdered. I I had less of a problem, I want to be clear, with that 10 minutes than I did with the 10 hours. They literally are going to leave from town after she's done shopping. It's like, it's a Christmas caroling event. Oh, well, we got to stay for that. What?
1: Yeah. Okay. And that's not great. Yeah. Well, now you do have. You have a gazebo to.
2: to put the moves on her. Okay, yeah, okay. Whatever.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. No, I. will get, I get, get that.
2: You just love the road trip. You couldn't. God, you couldn't, I you, love a good road trip. You couldn't bring yourself Dude, to be they critical. They stop
1: for the snacks. I feel that in my soul. We, we
2: road tripped to Milwaukee and Bram was miserable. And yeah, Pan, I hate like, road trips. a few weeks later, Bram was like, man, that was the worst. And Panda was like, wait a minute, you didn't like the
1: road trip? I loved it. How did you not I, love it? I we would, were seeing those big turbines dude, up by Chicago. I would, That's wild. Those things are huge. You sheltered child. Uh, I, I
2: enjoyed the road trip until we got in that massive traffic jam and we were supposed to eat deep dish pizza with Patrick from Lifetime on Court. And then we didn't, didn't happen. Didn't get yeah, there.
0: I like seeing places. I don't like the journey. Yeah. That's oh, a philosophical yeah. thing. Yeah, it That's is. is. Yeah, boy. Isn't oh. it, guys? Um, I got a few things, if you guys don't mind. Um, when they land, uh, they get off the train. They are in Missouri, um, and I don't remember this farmer's name, but they're in the farmer's house, and he's making them like breakfast or whatever. In his cupboard... You can, you know, it's like a, it's like a, a a foggy glass uh, Mm -hmm. cupboard type thing, and all of his cupboards, he just has decorated Christmas boxes. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Where is his dishes? Where's anything that you would normally put in a cupboard, he, for Christmas time, has put all of that stuff somewhere else and just stored random Christmas boxes there. And I, I like the way it looked, but I just don't know how practical it is. But you know, Christmas is not practical. Um, at one point, uh, a, la- a lady at a, a diner or something uh, tells her, um, or maybe it's his, her mom, I don't know, someone says, honey, all sparks are good. You know, and I don't no. know if that's
2: true. No, I know it's not true.
0: All sparks are good. They're I can bad think sparks. of a few times, yeah, you know, fires. Um, that after they, 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 they go to the caroling event, they do uh, we three kings poorly. Uh, but then the after, but afterwards, the guy who's running the event just goes, That was a carol, right? Can and I just do- can we talk about that whole scene? That, was a, that was a carol, right? Everyone. <laughs>
2: That whole scene made zero sense no. because the whole time they're singing We Three Kings, she just keeps elbowing yeah. him like, "You come on, you, you know, know no Mo, words. you know." She does it over and over again, and then they get in the car, and she goes, "I mean, it's a it's a Christmas Carol thing. What are you going to do, sing Jingle Bells? That's that's
0: small time."
1: Yeah, yeah. That no, and he's re, she's right. She's that right. is small time. We
2: Three Kings is big time. Oh, when you, you when you, you go any- even me measure it
0: <laughs> when you go to a karaoke
2: anything bigger is there anything bigger than We Three Kings? No. Dude, I'm just telling you now, if there's a karaoke, Carol, and somebody gets up and starts Oh Holy Night, I immediately stop everything I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm about to well, watch this. that's because
1: this, you know it's not going to go This well. train
2: wreck. Oh, you've done it. You, you've you come in and said <laughs> you're a millionaire.
1: Regal. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <as, as soon, laughs> oh, boy.
2: <laughs> oh, no. As, as, soon as, as soon as you say you're a millionaire, and then we know you have to prove it. That's right. That's what happens with Oh Holy Night. You start, and everybody's like... Okay, <laughs> all right. You've got a Violet voice, huh? Throne. Let's see what you got. You've got a voice, um, but we three kings. Who cares? I just don't. I, I like. And she, she's nudging him the whole. It's a very weird. No,
1: note. But w- the, I will say, the westward leading still proceed that that proceeding part. It can it can <laughs> it can wear you out fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um I got a couple of other things. I well, listen, we know he's a farmer. We've they've made it abundantly yes. clear. He gets He to, farms? He gets to his uh his parents or his mom's house and he goes into his dad's old office and to, you know, really nail home the fact that, you know, farming house, they just have a gaggle of framed pictures of cows. Just, yep. just to Everywhere. really drive home. Far, if you're a farmer out there, do you have in your office just a bunch of framed pictures of your cows just to remember the, the, good, the, good, the good, the good ones? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, and last, last but not least, you know, she's uh, at the table, dinner table with her family. Um, and she starts to say, I met someone. You know, I met somebody. I'm really, I really like them. And dad's face, could not have been more like well it's about time and i <laughs> yep. just thought it was so funny it made me laugh like him just be like thank oh god <laughs> <This is laughs> i've been saving my money this is finally happening great. i just thought he was great I dan
2: got a bunch uh let's start uh with the flight the doomed from the get-go flight I, f- listen here's what i understand about this flight it's leaving new york It's landing in Colorado, and somewhere around Ohio, a massive snowstorm shuts down the entire west coast, and any state close, they have to make a surprise landing, right? Yes. Okay. I get it that weathermen can be taken by surprise from time to time. But for there to be a storm that shuts down the entire west coast, that still allowed planes to take off from New York. If they had land in Ohio, what are the other 500 flights leaving New York, going to the West coast doing like there is no storm that big. And if there's a storm that big, they never take off. They never ever take off from that airport for them to have to make a surprise landing was beyond me. But while they're on the plane, she bribes the flight attendant. She's like, Hey, you got a mask. And the lady's like, that's first class only. And she gives them homemade candy or something. And then she goes and gets her a mask. And after that happens, homeboy goes, hey, uh, what's your secret? What's your secret for getting that? (coughs) Bribery is her secret. Her secret is bribery. There was an exchange of goods and services that just took place. It wasn't her charming smile. She didn't have a secret. She gave them something in order to get something. There is no secret. It's just bribery. It just is it's just like slipping somebody a twenty dollar bill for a better table at a restaurant. That's all it is. What's
0: your secret?
2: Uh okay.
0: Yeah.
2: It just I paid him. I paid for it. Uh so uh she also then hands the thing to him and goes, I remember you being a big napper back in high school. <laughs> what? She remembers that he took a lot of n- naps, I guess. But there was always
1: that kid, right? Yeah.
2: There was always that kid, but they said they didn't even know each other. That's the one thing. That's knew, the thing. They knew each other. No, he says later in the movie, I barely knew her. Yeah, we barely to knew. Yes, but you knew that he was the napping kid. But you would always like, even Do you remember the a napping kid from high school? Of course I remember Yeah, What napping. was his name? Or I don't, her don't her name.
0: know his name, yeah, but I know him. I yeah, for sure.
2: I don't she know a lot says, of She names. then progresses on this same flight to say, she specializes in out-of-the-box conflict resolution. Yeah. What does that look like? What's a conflict that's out of the box? That's not a normal conflict. It's like there's a normal like, uh, you know, the boss is mad at the employee. The employee thinks they've been mistreated. Let's go to the conflict resolution. When do they have to turn to the out of the box conflict resolution person? When does that happen? How is that a thing? I'm pretty sure all conflict falls into the same bucket Uh, They get landed in Ohio, and the woman in Ohio that knows everything says that their luggage sorting system is overwhelmed. Now, Mm -hmm. look, I get it. I don't work at an airport. I did used to work at an airport. Here's how luggage works. The luggage that's on that plane belongs to the people that were on that plane. That's the system. That's it. That's the system. So... The luggage sorting system being overwhelmed means some jokers got out there and just started tossing bags from every plane into one big pot. That somehow is what happened. That's what it means for the luggage sorting system to be overwhelmed. It's the only thing uh, that makes sense to me. Uh, They stop in Missouri. And the only reason I think it's Missouri is because they say it's Missouri a few times. Because when they're leaving Missouri, the mountain range in the background would exp- would maybe tell you that they're in, I don't know, anywhere else. <laughs> I, look, guys, I've been, I lived in Missouri. I've driven across it. I've driven south and north in it. There is not a mountain range that exists anywhere near what you see in the picture when they're leaving his cousin's house, that is a different state with a different terrain. What is going on? <laughs> that is not the middle of the country. Aren't the
1: Ozarks in Missouri?
2: The lake of the, at the very bottom near uh, Arkansas, but they don't have mountains like that. Okay. The, the Ozarks do not have mountains like what you saw in that picture. Okay, I have bet. But they're in Missouri. They're on the farm. She goes into town shopping. I want to know how far into town she went because – When they're shopping, it is pouring down rain. At that exact same moment while they're working on the truck, it is sunshiny, bright daylight. So how far is the town away? If it's a few hours, okay, I guess it makes sense. It seems like it's just a pop into town. Doesn't make sense any longer. Joe, early in the movie, finds her phone, calls her sister on the phone, says, I got your phone. How did he unlock that phone? How did he do it? That's a good point. I'm a little worried Joe's a creeper a little concerned um, at the end of the movie. The grand that's mo- good
0: man. The, if you knew
2: just yeah. the grand Joe's romantic good. gesture at the end of this movie is a stocking. Uh, and the stocking has two bus tickets and two, fra- two frame photographs in it. And she gets those three items, two bus tickets, two frame photographs. And she goes, how did you have time to do all of this? I had an hour and a half. <laughs> I had 90 minutes and I put it together real quick. I went to CVS, they had the frames, they printed the photos, and I had the bus tickets still because we didn't use them. (laughs) Ta-da! What? What do you mean, how did you? He had a day and a half. He needed an hour, maybe. That was not a grand romantic gesture. It was
0: pretty basic. Easy. you
2: basic. That's all
0: I got. Great, great, great. Hey, let's get to the what the hallmarks is. This is part of the show where we talk about any questions that we still have we'd love some answers to.
1: Panda? I love Greg. Can we start talking about Greg sure, let's talk like he makes his appearance near the end of the movie uh, and he is wonderful and weird and just the best uh, but one thing that is brought up is I believe it's her brother uh, says hey Greg remember that one year we tried to build a snow fort and then the story just stops just stops I would love to know more yeah what prevented them from building said snow fort was it something that happened with Greg, what what happened? Why could they not complete the snow fort? Because it sounds like the start of a really great story. It does, and then they just never continue. I would love to know more.
0: I am 99% certain that the Christmas caroling event is a cult meeting. 99% sure of it because it is not, you know, when I think of Christmas caroling event, I think of going caroling. They don't do that, but they also, it's not like a a church service where you just sing this, you know, sing the Jesus songs. It's somewhere in this weird mix of people that are very touchy weirdly together and they're just sitting there singing carols towards a stage. Yeah. It's a very weird gathering. Yeah. Including
2: the guests, the, the two, the couple that should have been on the road. There were 14 people. Yeah.
0: It's a weird gathering. Yeah. I do believe it is a cult gathering and I want to know more about it. Yeah.
2: Um, I've got, well, my main one is this. Rachel Lee Cook's character in the movie. What's her name? Lena. Lena. Is she, I want to know her heritage because yeah. it seems like, her family celebrates a hybrid of Christmas and Hanukkah. They're making homemade latkes, and they weren't going to wait for her any longer. The daughter and mom are going to do it. We learned from Jonathan that was a tradition. His mm-hmm. daughter and his uh, wife were going to do it. Uh, they do. A, they have the house decorated for Hanukkah on the outside, all the blue lights. Mm-hmm. But they're also doing a, a lot of Christmas traditions, and I just am very curious at to what kind of the, the mix is yeah. there, what the heritage there is. It sounds like a really fun household, and I think that would be, you know, That'd be, a, that'd be a cool thing to find out. It seems like it could be a second movie, in all honesty. Yeah. Um, and then second of all, did she just buy a dog grooming truck? Yes, yes, she did. With
1: cash? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I was confused by that, too, but th- th- that is exactly what she did. So I just
2: need to know the, like, the, the system. I just need to know the money that she's got just
0: stowed away or she can just be like, you know, we could
2: wait a night and maybe, you know, rent a...
0: I will say, or, she, you know, she lives in New York City and she is a, what? what is her title? Out of oh, the box. Out of the box. She's an out of the box conflict resolution. That, she specializes. that person makes a lot of yeah, money. Yeah. Garen, someone in New York with that title is yeah. like, oh, let's get that. that we you got know a what? clown down
2: here who says he needs two donkeys. I only want to give him one. We need an out of the box conflict <laughs> resolution person. Get down here. Like, I don't know what she, I still
0: don't know what she does. Yeah. You wouldn't. You're not out of yeah. the box enough. I'm not out of the box. You, you're not out of the box enough. You are out of the box. I just want to make thank you like, you. you have thank your moments, you. but not enough. Yeah. Uh, we did it. Yeah. We did it. We did it, everybody. Congratulations. Yay. One more. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Can you believe it? Now, earlier this week, we discussed Santa's schedule, and we nailed down the fact that Santa has to leave the North Pole at midnight. Tonight. Tonight. That's right. So that's exciting. You know, I think tomorrow we'll give you some updates throughout yeah. the show, let you know where he's at yeah. uh, based off when we're recording the podcast, mm. which is an unknown uh time but we are done with the episode comes out at 3 a.m so we've got a very small window of time we get together at midnight we do every yeah, every night to record before this we take pod, the day off cause cause we, we, don't don't sleep. Sleep. we never sleep we shouldn't yeah. um before we leave though boy bramble jam plus if you're looking for that last second christmas gift <laughs> bramble jam plus is one i, to I still don't christmas know gift to yourself really how to gift it I uh, haven't figured that out yet. We'll get there. Um, but you can do it. I believe in you. Uh, com to do that. And if you do that, um, at some point, uh, Panda will do the deep dive. Yep. And tell your story here in the air. Who do we have today? Rachel
1: Phillips. Rachel Phillips. Yep. Rachel and, Phillips. And and this is by a happy coincidence. I did not plan this. This is wild. Uh, Rachel, actually an out-of-the-box conflict resolution specialist herself. You did not plan this? I didn't. Okay. You can't plan stuff like this, guys. Okay, no, there's no way. No, uh, and she's launching a new podcast where she helps people who have these kind of issues. uh, They're a little out of the box. Uh,
2: Okay, like what? Give me an example of one.
1: Well, so for instance, two fishermen were fighting. Okay. Uh, They were upset because of the bass. One bass, they need it separated two ways. They called into her podcast. She solves it. Okay. It's good stuff. It sounds great.
0: is for this is this is a disappointment. We have two episodes left and,
2: and you it, just just punted. It this was a full punt. It was a full punt. This is disappointing. disappointing.
0: It feels like you forgot and you just you did, did a bit from the episode.
1: I don't know what to tell you <laughs> finish, guys. Finish strong. Is though. there
0: anything else that she's that she has maybe that we can celebrate?
1: Well, yeah, I mean she also loves I mean, I don't want to get into it. I she loves Rubik's cubes.
0: She loves Rubik's Cube. That's awesome. Awesome,
2: Rachel. Good for you.
0: Thank you, Rachel. Uh, I think we have some conflict. And yeah. so, Rachel, if you can call, you call us, us. that'd be awesome. We'll, uh, we need some out-of-the-box helping, I think, here, for sure. Uh, we did it. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. One last episode, Christmas Eve. We can't um, wait. Until up. then, may we be the first to, I mean, at this point, we can't possibly be but the first. But we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> may be the first to wish you a <laughs> Merry Christmas!
2: Back to Homework is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast, go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad free, go to BrambleJamPlus.com.